Good evening. I'm Coach Mo, and this is the Evening Social Podcast. Um, the Evening Social Podcast is the Jenna Club's uh, platform uh, for um, career exploration. Uh, the Jenna Club's vision is to build a community of individuals who have an entrepreneurial mindset, they're economically independent, working in harmony. This platform not only uh, is an opportunity to explore different careers for our uh, young men and women and their families, uh, but it's also an opportunity for them to see people who look like them from their uh, same walks of life that are uh, thriving in a professional manner. Uh, tonight's episode is uh, Football is Like Life. Uh, that's our title. Our guest tonight, I am uh, super excited uh, to have a, a good friend of mine here. Um, he's a Waco native, um, KCKPS graduate, a Division I student athlete in football, a son, a brother, a husband, a father, a friend, an educator, uh, and a coach. Uh, and I, I'm proud to call him uh, Coach Cam. Yes, Cameron Smith, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm happy to be down here with you, man. You've been doing your thing for years in the community, and when you gave me the call, it was nothing, man. I was excited, and I'm definitely happy to be here. Well, man, I appreciate you coming, man. This uh, brings back memories for me back to when we were doing our uh, Sports Highlight Unlimited uh, yes, analyst sir. and <laughs> color. Yes, sir. So it just it brings back memories, man. Great time. Um, so I'm happy to have you here, man. I'm looking forward to having a wonderful time. Yes, sir. I always uh, let everyone know that uh, part of the definition of the word Jenna, uh, Jenna is taken from an Ethiopian Aramaic word, but part of the definition uh, is speak truth to power. Uh, and that's what we're going to do tonight. Some people call it hard conversations. Yeah. Uh, but what makes it hard is that sometimes we're talking about the past experiences and so it brings up emotions. Uh, but this conversation is not for us. Yeah. It's for those who come before us and those who come after us. So we're going to honor those who helped us get here. Uh, and we're going to uh, teach those uh, who are coming up behind us. Yes, sir. Uh, and so uh, let me just start by saying this. Uh, get it out there. Uh, what is your profession, your career? So I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher and, uh, and a coach at Washington High School. I teach digital media, uh, so journalism, photojournalism, you know, video, you know, all that good stuff. So that's, that's my, my trade, you know, so my degree is in, so that's the move. So that means, um, this is a plug, if you didn't understand this, I'm just putting in the plug right now. Yes, sir. Uh, so that means one day we maybe get you to come uh, teach some of our interns that we have working on the uh, Evening death. Social Podcast some things. Most of that. Most okay. of that. I, we got that a, on record. I can get them a little bit. I, okay. get, I believe your crew that you got here, man, they doing their thing. It, it looks beautiful in here. It's okay. real It's real authentic okay. in here. So, uh, But I definitely, you know, whatever I got, I can give. Okay, great. So, Great. So we, we always start the show, I start the show, um, I like to start it with something we call fun questions or icebreakers. Right? Yes, sir. Um, <clears throat> so this is going to look a little different than the past episodes because it's you. Okay. So I, I switched it up a little bit. I had <laughs> yes, to, sir. I had to switch this up. So this, is, this segment of fun questions and icebreaker is, uh, what's your thought? Okay. So what's your thought? And then I'm going to ask you that. And you guys got to give me I'm your thought. I'm not ready on. for this at all. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first one is, what's your thoughts on Coronado and West being done away with, and now it's Gloria Willis? Man, Coronado and West being done away with. That kind of, it kind of touched me a little bit. Uh, I can't lie, me and as long as I was living, Coronado and West were around, you know, 
But at the same time, just so much respect for Gloria Willis and what she did in our community. Um, you know, kind of kind of touching my heart a little bit even more because, you know, I was at Northwest for 10 years, um, which is now Carl B. Bruce. Uh, so definitely it's kind of hard to let go of those old names that we grew up battling or coaching, but at the same time, respect to those that they're honoring in our community. Okay. So you, you kind of touched on something because uh, later on I was going to ask you, uh, and question two is uh, Carl B. Bruce replaces the name of Northwest. Yes. Knowing your history at Northwest, yes, um, what are your thoughts? Man, I was a little worried because, you know, Dr. Mitchell just, what he did down there, bringing in the team of teachers and coaches and, you know, turning that school just completely around, you know. When we first got there, it was like 200 kids. looked like it was about to shut down, um, only to, you know, when I left, we were at capacity, I think overflowing. Uh, there were a couple years we had more students than in area high school, and I'm not going to say the name, and area high school. Uh, so, man, yeah. It, it 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 was a little touchy at first, but at the end of the day, man, as, as long as those kids that we touched understood that, you know, while we were there and what we were trying to do, that's all that matters, you know? So. All right. Well, I like that. I, I can understand. I, I, I thought you was going to respond a different way, but I, I, this journalism <laughs> major has that diplomatic answer. Yes, I see. Yes, sir. <laughs> I was watching Obama highlights before I got down here. Okay. <laughs> You okay. Know, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, one thing I did when I'm looking at Carl B. Bruce, I didn't realize who he. Well, I knew of him, but I didn't really know realize how much he had actually done mm -hmm. uh, in education. How long he was actually at Northwest? I yeah. didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah. You know, so I think it's an honor to have someone you know uh, from that stature. Yeah. You know, to uh, have a thirty million dollar facility named after him. Beautiful, you girl. know, and the beauty is. So I just was there the other day. Yeah. At Carby Bruce for open the house, and man, I got a chance to go around. Yeah. Oh man, some of those courtyards and some of those yeah. little outside classrooms, and it's it's a beautiful building. I agree, you know, man. So. I agree. I, I I was I was a little heartbroken at first because uh, you know the the logo, the tiger eye, the patented tiger eye that you know came to existence in my tenure. Um, as football and basketball coach, man, I was scared it was gone. And uh, I actually haven't been in there yet. I would love to go. But uh, I saw some pictures on the court. In the middle of the court, they got that tiger out, man. So I almost teared up a little bit, man. It, it touched my heart, man. But well, they so. kept the tigers. They yeah. didn't take the tigers away. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. I like that. So now, uh, what's your thoughts on the Chiefs offensive line? Man, we upgraded, man. We ready to go. All that talking, you know, we, we got beat up a little bit in the in the Super Bowl, you know. I'm an O-lineman slash D-lineman, uh, and it, it was evident, you know, that we needed some upgrades, and uh, I'm excited. I'm just excited to see this offense with protection in front of it. I mean, they couldn't stop us with, you know, the backups. What they going to do with the starters? It's about to be a problem, man. Okay, I, I like that. That, yeah. that. that was an answer I, I was ready for. I yes, figured sir. you was going to say that. Yes, sir. Hey, yeah. you, you see the voice change a little bit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> got a little that. hype right yeah. now. <laughs> so now let me ask you, what's your thoughts on the top three NFL quarterbacks? Put I them mean, in order. Number one is Nick Knack Patty Mac. Give okay. me my dog, my home. Okay. All you know right. what I'm saying? Uh, right. And then, I mean, you got to respect the GOAT, you know, uh, Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't nobody unseated him yet. Um, 
And I got, I, I got respect for Aaron Rodgers, but I'm sick of every year people saying what he needs. Just perform, man, because cause, cause Tom Brady was winning Super Bowls with, 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 with uh, Woodhead and, and, and what's, what's the other? I mean, I mean yeah. backup guys, man. I mean, if they would have been anywhere else other than with Tom Brady, they wouldn't have been doing what they were doing. So I, I, I'll give Aaron a nod, but no excuses this year. You got weapons. Prove it, you know. I like that. Okay, yes, those sir. those three I thought. <clears throat> I didn't know if you put Russell in there or not, but I, I figured hey, them would he's be definitely in there. top five. Russell every single season is in the is in the MVP conversation. Yeah, and any guy that's in the conversation every single season, man, that boy is cold blooded. He's a leader. You know, I love how he leads. You know, yeah. you don't ever see none of his guys really. You know, on the other side of the fence, like he knows how to talk to guys. You know. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I, I done seen Tom Brady kind of wild out a little bit on his O-line. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm all for that, you know. But Russell just knows how to lead, man. He ain't got to turn up to get guys to follow. Yeah, I like that. You, you yeah. too. I like that about him too. Yes, sir. So now what's your thoughts? I'm just your thoughts. Yeah. On, on the top three NCAA football teams coming this year. Man, I mean – until this man stops going to the college football playoff every single season and, and winning chips every one or two years and, and, and winning three out of four. Nick Saban and Alabama, man, they a problem. Yeah. A real-life problem. Uh, I love the energy in Clemson. I love the energy, man. I, I love I'm – an, I'm an animated coach. I get hyped with my boys, you know. Yeah. When it's going good, you know, we all in this thing together. So, I love – how coach just gets in there with the boys and, and lets them feel it, you know. And now I'm gonna throw this. I'm 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 a deviate from that third. Okay. And I'm gonna just say I'm excited to see what the University of Minnesota does. You okay. know, I went to the University of Minnesota. Well, we got it. a Kansas City native. <clears throat> yeah. At out there right now, Daniel Jackson yeah. playing wide receiver. Another yeah. great coach with great energy that knows how to pump up his boys and have a good time. So. I'm eyes on them. You know, Ohio State, they're going to keep doing their thing. But I'm really interested just to see with these power conferences how that all shakes out. You know, I, I love how when Mizzou first went to the SEC, they just got walked all year. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed every walking they took. Yeah. And I'm hoping the same for, uh, you know, some newer SEC schools. I'm just saying it like that. But that's where I'm going to lead that at. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, this is this this is leading right where I thought it was going. <laughs> oh man. Now yes, this sir. is I've been waiting to get this question. Now oh, I, man. I didn't want to leak it or nothing. I said I'm gonna wait. Oh, now, man. <clears throat> what's your thoughts when you see Deion Sanders walk out of the Swag Media Day after being called Deion? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love. I watched it about. Just that one little part, yeah. I probably watched about 25 times in a row just laughing. <laughs> I loved it. Don't sit there and act like you're going to call Coach Nick. Ain't going to Nick. Hey, Nick. You're going to respect them seven chips. That's what you're going to do. So, Dion, man, when he said, I would call him. All right, Dion. And he stood up and walked out, man. Hey, that was a moment right there. That was a great moment in black history. I'm going to just say it like that. I loved it. Black excellence. Deion Sanders, I don't understand the hate. All of the HBCU coaches hating on Deion. The man is shining the light. So if you're going to beat him, beat him with the light shining. Don't beat him in the dark. Yeah. He's shining the light, man. So I love what's going on in the HBCUs. 
Um, I really, in my heart of hearts, wish I would have took that route um, because I just love just the atmosphere of what I'm seeing. And I'm really hoping that uh, as we move forward, you know, they're going to start getting more pub. You know, he reached out to the Big 12. You saw that? Yeah. He reached out to the Big 12 about joining. Of course, it's not going to happen. But, yeah. you know, just the moves he's making, man, he's doing it the right way. I love it. Yeah. It was great publicity for the, yes, sir. Uh, for the HBCUs and for Jackson State. Yes, great. sir. Um, so last one of our uh, of our fun questions, last one, you know. And this one, um, I don't really know what, how you're going to answer this one. Mm -hmm. This one was a tough one for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I got to – I'm going to see how you answer this one. Yeah. This, this might throw me for a loop how you answer Okay, this. okay. Right. So who wins the KCAL in football this year? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I ain't going to put you out there like that. I just, I just had that. I just had that. That, that wasn't really the question. I just, I just had to throw that out there, oh, man. man. You know I got to – that's me and you, man. <laughs> anyway. Like I said, yeah. I appreciate you. Let me have a little fun with you, man, yeah. and going on in. Uh, but uh, let's move into our next segment. <clears throat> so uh, our next segment now is, is just talking about childhood, being, mm -hmm. you know, just bringing up relationships with family and stuff like that. Yes, sir. So uh, where were you born? I was born in Kansas City, Kansas, uh, okay. Providence. Uh, you know, I'm the youngest of four children. Um, you know, they got me. They got me. I I I think I kind of popped up on mom and dad. You know, I think they thought they was done. And then boom, I busted in the door like, nah, go ahead and get them diapers popping. So, yeah, I'm a KCK kid, born and raised. Okay, all right, great. So, um, describe your relationship growing up with, uh, with your mom. Oh man, love my mother, uh, Hattie Smith. Uh, my pretty brown girl. Uh, she's man, she's just done so much. Uh, for me, for my my siblings, you know, my grand, my son, I mean her grandson, uh, and and all of the kids, and she just she's a jewel, man. Just super loving, you know. Always just did whatever she could figure out was the best that she could do. She just always did it, and she showed us excellence. You know, she pushed herself, and she thrived. Uh, you know, having four kids and. You know, still being able to go to school and show us that. You know, she finished school while we were coming along. You know, she went to school out of high school, but she was able to finish during my childhood. I saw her getting a, an associate's, a bachelor's, and a master's um, by the time I had graduated high school, man. So, just a phenomenal woman. Absolutely. Okay. I see Coach uh, uh, Chef George has made his way up here. Yes, sir. Uh, so, he's going <clears> to <throat> gonna serve our, the meal. Okay. Let's All tell right. you, man, Chef George whips up some amazing meals. Okay. But I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let your taste buds I believe uh, you know yes, sir. judge that. Okay? Yes, sir. I'm As he comes on in, I'm gonna ask you about uh describe your relationship with your father growing up. Yeah, man, my dad was an amazing man as well. He was a uh musician. Okay. All right. We got some doodads and some doohickeys down here. This look real good, brother. <laughs> the presentation is a 10. Yeah, yeah um, a, so we're gonna dig in, yeah, but yeah, I'm, man, I'm my take a picture of it. I would try to take a picture of this, just yes, sir, so I can see on there, yes, sir, get the footage, yeah, but yeah, man, my dad, he was an uh, awesome musician, um, very loving father. Uh, he called me baby, uh, my whole life, you know, up until you know, he he passed away actually, uh, six years ago, um, but he, yeah, yeah, he was he was a great man, and um, you know. It was it was crazy, man. You used to, you know, big old football player, grown man, 
And, you know, he would, hey, baby, hey, baby, and, you know, but that was my daddy, man. And, and I still say daddy. I, I remember I got to a certain age, went and played college football and came back. I started calling him dad. And one day he asked me, he was like, he was like son, why are you calling me dad? I was like, well, you know, dad, I'm a little, I'm a little older now. And I was like, you want me to call you daddy or something? He was like, yeah. I call him daddy to this day, man. So, you know, God rest his soul, Gerald Smith. Definitely love him, you know. And uh, just enjoy your family, man, whoever you got. Enjoy them all while you got them. Because, you know, once they're gone, it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? So enjoy that time. I'm glad I'm glad you could say that because some of our, our our listeners and stuff they're dealing with uh, death of loved ones. Yes, from, sir. Uh, Especially parents. in this time, you yeah. know. Yeah. So I, I'm glad you could say that and put that out there. And uh, you're not the only one that still calls your your father daddy. I still yeah. call him daddy. Yes, sir. <clears throat> to this day. Yes, Never sir. Never thought about calling him nothing else. Yep. Yeah. So, See, I was trying but, to be cool, man. I, well, you know, I mean, <laughs> you have to learn that. You grow up and learn some different things. You're a little yes, older, sir. but I mean, the the, the love. And the respect, yes, sir. Daddy, yes, you sir. You gonna want little Camla, daddy. Yeah, he came in his world calling me dad though. Dad, dad, uh, that's, dad. That's what he calls me. Yeah, uh, what new generation? You man? know that, Young. dad. <laughs> you know, he got that little twang on. That dad? twang on it. Okay. You know? <laughs> Be like, son, you get yeah. You know. Oh, uh, okay. He, he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't grow up on thirty third like me, so he ain't got the swag okay. voice yet. But oh, I think okay. it's gonna happen. It's coming. It's you coming. Know, it's gonna happen. Little Cam, my yeah. dude, love you, boy. Okay, it's coming. You know? Yeah, Peyton calls me daddy. I'm. Yeah. I never thought. I never understood. Yeah. What that felt like, you know, until crazy. hearing it, you know, to where like, yeah. what? Oh man, really? That? Yeah, daddy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And them hugs, man. Oh man. Them yeah. daddy hugs be the best, boy. Like yeah. dude be he'd just come and hug me for something little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put the battery in the little car. Thank you, Dad. Give me that hug. I'm just like, oh man. <laughs> Thank you, my dude. Yeah. I used to always say, man, I don't think I could have could have handled a daughter. They would have melted me like butter, then this little dude did it. You know? So <laughs> that's my boy, man. Good, good, good. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your grandparents, man, the role that they play in your life. So, Man, so I actually, I got time with all four. Uh, my mother's parents, um, my, my grandfather, Lee, uh, Lee Harold Johnson, he actually started the church Faith Deliverance um, Family. Well, it wasn't called Family Worship Center, but Faith Deliverance Church of God in Christ. Um, and so he was here until I was four. We had some little special moments that I still remember like it was yesterday. You know, up until that age of four, uh, just a great man, raised some great sons. And uh, when I look at him as a pastor, man, it just reminds me, like, how, you know, a, a man can lead men without, you know, making them feel belittled, man. He was just great at that. Uh, his wife, Ad Lee Johnson, man, when I tell you, that lady was my heart, boy. She was my heart. Uh, sweet as pie. Always had the greatest stories, greatest advice. She wrote a book in her 90s uh, called It's My Life, You Better Listen. And uh, she was just a great woman uh, all around. She used to say she could just she could just hear her arms when she meet new people. She could hear her arms click, just getting longer so she could just receive more people and love on them in her life. So great, great lady. Um, but they're both gone on. Uh, my grandfather... Uh, on my dad's side, he actually passed away when I was in college. I'll never forget. He played football uh, for a historic team in Tennessee that actually has like one of the longest winning uh, streaks in the history of America. He used to tell me that all the time. I remember he was sick and I was in Minnesota 
And uh, he was like, he was like, grandson, he was like, what? he was like, who you play for? And uh, I was like, the Minnesota Golden Gophers. He started screaming, nurse, nurse. She runs in there, Townsend, what's the problem? He said, my grandson played for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. You know what I'm saying? So we had a great relationship. He was a football player. I was a football player. So that was, that was awesome to have him. He actually passed away in uh, 2005, the year I was in Minnesota. And then um, my grandmother, Dorothy Johnson, is actually, or Dorothy Smith, she was Dorothy Johnson. Uh, she's actually uh, still living um, in Augusta. And uh, me and my little family, we're planning on going to see them pretty soon. And she's just sweet as pie, man. She got that little cute voice. I said, I know she got these old men somewhere trying to get her number. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to roll up on them real quick, make yeah. sure they got the right intentions for my tootie. That's why my tootie right there. So, okay. yeah, man. So, love my grandparents. And uh, enjoy the time I had with them. Great. Great. As, uh, as we get Chef George getting mic'd up to come over here yes, sir. talk to us, I want you to get you a taste and see oh, yeah. what's going on. He's going to explain to us. What this beautiful looking dish is. I'm going into the fish. And then you, I don't think that's fish. Oh, brother. it's not fish? The bread? No. Okay. Oh, hold on. This this right here look, oh, is like oxtails, man. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, buddy. It's oxtails and he got, see, he, he put something together, man. Oh, he did I do think, that? I think this is, uh, I don't want to tell him, you know, I, I snuck and asked him a little bit. This, is might, it? this might be some of them. Um, Fried tomato? Yep. Yes. Mm. Fried green tomato. Okay. Oh, he did yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Let me see what this is. Yeah, he got these uh he got these um uh, uh blue cheese, I think blue cheese mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he put his foot in things, he do do that. Oh, he did that. Yeah. Well, he, he gonna get mic'd up. Oh yeah. He gonna come out, we're gonna be able to talk to him a little bit, you know, about it, because he's with uh, the Urban Kitchen KCK. Hey, um, and Chef George. So go to the Urban Kitchen, up, KCK. He's gonna come back out here with us. He does. Okay, I'm gonna let him tell you a little more. But he does catering events and you know all type of things. He come do for the football team, for the school. He does a, a lot of things. And we about to need some team meals. So <clears throat> yeah, he's he's you know, coming. We gonna first gonna game September third. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so just a little bit uh, while he's getting mic'd up and coming, uh, just talk a little bit about. Uh, the relationship uh, with your with, with your siblings. Oh man! And so I know you said you're the fourth child, right? Yeah. So I was a lot younger than them uh, growing up, obviously. Uh, but as we grew up, you know, we were all we all had our own little. I had a relationship with each one of them, a little different relationship uh, that meant a lot, man. So I love my siblings. Uh, big brother, uh, Doctor Doctor Ryan Smith. Uh, he's an assistant principal and. Was a great father, husband, and and a man in this community. You know, my older sister Erin, Erin uh, Jones. She she has. If I I'm, I'm gonna do a shameless plug, if that's okay. But she got her own little drink that's taking over Kansas City right now. Sweet Ease Teas. If you have not had it, I'm gonna tell you now. As soon as you do, you will be an addict. She is killing the game, and I'm I'm expecting her to take over the city with these Wait teas. Wait a minute man. now. Since you're putting the plug in there, we gotta have Sweet Ease Tea coming. You know, get get down on the show and have a little bit of. Hey, we might need some sweeties tea to go along with. You know, the, the, I'm gonna the tell meal. you now. We 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 do need some sweeties teas. I'm okay. gonna make a call when I leave here. Okay, because I'm gonna tell you this. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, I had sweeties tea for the first time. Yeah. Um, at uh, Fourth Down Grill. Mm-hmm. 
Was yep. it fourth down grill? Yep. And I, I looked, I said, man, you know, let me get some, some of these teas over there. What you got? And I had a couple of them teas. Yeah. And I've been trying to hurry up and get back. I just like yes, to get back. <laughs> you know? Hey, well, she's down, she's down at Wilson's as well. Okay. And uh, that's I was blown away. You know, I was down at uh We Buy Black KC. Uh and I was, you know, it was hot. I was thirsty. I went into Wilson's, get something to drink. I opened, she didn't tell me nothing. I opened up the refrigerator, see my sister looking me in the face. I said, wait a minute. I'm yelling in the store, is this my sister? Wilson walked, oh, yeah, that is your sister. I was like, yeah. So, man, I'm telling you, man, she's doing her thing. I'm so proud of her. Um, and uh, then my, my other sister, she her name is Dara Smith, amazing singer. Um, she just took her daughter off to college today, Sumner graduate at Iowa State with a whole bunch of money, ap- academic money, uh, mostly academic money, a little bit of choir money. I'm just so proud of her. And, uh, you know, my sister, she's just really fought through so much, man, and, and persevered. So I love all my siblings. Mm, you right. know. Man, I, I like that, man. I, I like the fact that <clears throat> you still are, you know, aware of what each other is doing. Yes, sir. Still here, um, you know, built from, come from a good family uh, of togetherness, you know, and then uh, doing your own thing. Yes, sir. But still involved in others' lives, know what's going on. That's a great, that's a great thing, man. I like that. <clears throat> and uh, don't forget the sweeties. Oh no, sweeties tea. Don't forget to we we need some of that around here. Yeah, ain't that how you do it when you sweeties tea? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clip that. Clip that. No. Clip that. Okay. <laughs> but we need her on the show. Yes, sir. And we need to get some of that sweeties tea to go with our meals. Hey, I'm gonna tell you now. The day that. she come, I'm gonna come because okay. I need. You okay. know, I be having to pay for a sweeties tea. Good. Well, I want to get some of the free sweeties. Just, oh, okay. Just one time. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I always want to pay because I don't. You know, sometimes we ask people to always, you know, cut us a deal when they trying to live their dream, but we ain't we ain't going to Walmart asking for no deal. Well, I, I agree with that. You know the other so. thing I think about is this too: um, when you are uh, trying to produce something, mm-hmm. and when that's happening, the people who support you should be able to support you yes, in a way that's beneficial. That's a fact. You know, and ninety percent of the time, beneficial is monetary. Yeah. Uh, but there are some other beneficial things. But asking, there's some other ways. You know, for me to walk in the store and ask, can I have this? Or because I know you, yeah. so can I? And expect for me to get it? I'm not really. That's not really support. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I agree. I get that. Yeah. Chef George, uh, he's coming on in. You know, <clears throat> he's patiently set back as uh, as I talk. But let's get him on in. Come on in here uh, as we get him. So here he is, Chef. What's up? How you doing, sir? I know that's a good meal you eating on right there. Ah oh, man. You don't even need that knife. Man, I don't. It's falling need off it. the bone. I don't that's need a it. That's just it was just here. It's for looks, man. Absolutely. It's for looks. So Absolutely. I did my best to remember, but he asked what this was, but I did my best to remember. So explain to us our dish. I took some pictures too. Yeah, so what you guys are eating right now, um, it's a simple braised uh I, I'm gonna come back to I like how you say simple all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna come back and to then this came with the, And then came back with the million with the grazed, grazed. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. This is a, a, a simple braised oxtail um, with um, red wine and beef stock, some aromatics, some garlic and shallots. That's about it. Uh, the mashed potatoes that you're eating, just regular mashed potatoes. I add gorgonzola cheese to that, a little extra butter to give it a little bit more savory. Um, And then the crisp element that I added to the plate, 
is classic southern fried green tomatoes. Mm -hmm. You know, just simple breading and, and some cornmeal. Uh, the gravy or the sauce is actually the reduction from the liquid that the oxtails was braising in. And so I just took some of that liquid, reduced it a little bit, um, added a little bit of, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, add a little bit of um, some thickening to it, thickened up the sauce, and we're eating right now. Simple, but then he throws in aromatics. You see what I'm saying? It's simple, right? But he throw. I just threw in some aromatics. I, I don't even know. I haven't touched my knife. You ain't, I ain't touched the, my the knife. The knife is a garnish. I touched my knife, but mm -hmm. it was only to move it on the, over on the plate because it was slide. Yeah, hey man, my yeah, fault. Aromatics. You know, aromatics. Let me, let me yeah. tell you. Okay. You know, he throw these words around, but it's simple though. Hey. You know, fresh, I, fresh herbs, brother, like okay. rosemary and thyme. Those are fresh herbs, but they're also considered aromatics because when you're cooking, when they release, you know, the essence, they become very uh, flavorful, very, you know, in tune with your oil faction, which is your sense of smell. So yes, sir. aromatics. Fire. Okay. This is my first time having oxtail in my life. It's not going to be my last. I'm glad oh, you like it. I'm, I'm glad you like really? it. That's, all, you that's like all I'm going to say. Oh, I can't believe this is your first time. So you know how I prepare to slow and low. So, so he got all these sayings, man. He, hey. just, he keeps he keeps them slow and low. <laughs> you know, he he got he got all these sayings, you know, and he say simple. Mm -hmm. My guy on the last meal, he said simple, and the guy asked him about the recipe, and he went through it, and the guy says, Yeah, okay, you're simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when he told these he, in, he, he hit him with like, the air, he hit him with the aromatics. Yeah, aromatics, you know, throw some aromatics in there. You know, and this one, right, it's okay though. I, I, it's, it's chef, chef jar. Yes, you sir. You know what I'm saying? He basically letting us know we ain't in the chef world. You yes, know, sir. so he's spitting. Yes, I love it though. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> he don't. What, he this what he don't know. Yeah. I get home, me in the cook, kitchen and cooking. Mm -hmm. They tell me I got some aromatic school. On. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I turn, I turn my, I, I That's cook my awesome. grill on very aromatically. Yeah. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I start hitting them with man. You know, I I, I cook this slow and low, man. You know. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome, man. I like that. You guys are awesome, man. I like that. I like that. I'm glad you like that. Glad Chef, you like that. Tell, tell us, um, and our listeners, but also tell Coach Cam uh, about the Urban Kitchen KC and how they can get in touch with you if they need some. Yeah, the Urban Kitchen KCK is, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's my brand. Um, we cater. Um, we provide services for those who may have uh, dietary restrictions. So we pack. We prepare and we deliver for that. Um, any facility we're capable of uh, adhering to, whether it be local, whether it be state, federal, look, the Urban Kitchen can, you know, do whatever is, whatever is required. Uh, we are homegrown. Um, like you, born and bred here, went to okay. Washington, graduated in 84. Okay. Watch house. Oh uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, say it. Say it one time. Man, I, we I got saying. my uh, who's house. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's Wash house, whoa, baby. Whoa. Yes, sir. Wash house. I'm sorry. I had to. Hey man, this is it had to be television, done. man. Hold on. <laughs> it it's bulldog television, man. You hey. know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> hey, Washington peeps, they gonna hear it, Daddy yo. Yes, sir. They gonna hear this. Yes, they, sir. They gonna hear it. So it's it's cool. So yeah, I'm homegrown and um, I picked up my culinary credentials. Uh, at the Arts Institute, 
Mm -hmm. uh, but I've worked in the game for a long time. Uh, I, I, I just love it, man. My mom asked me one time, why do you like working in the restaurant? And I said, well, I can always get a meal. And uh, I, just, I just stayed with it. And I, I love that it allows me to be the artist that I think I am. Mm -hmm. uh, we are a visual people. So presentation, which I heard yes, you sir. mentioned, yes, sir. is everything. Mm -hmm. and, and even though presentation is there, it better, if it looks good, it better taste good. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And so I pride myself in putting some food together that's going to look good. But when it touches your palate, man, it's, it's going to yeah. man, that's, that's pretty nice. Yeah. And so that's what I enjoy about putting some food on the plate and even more so talking about it because I enjoy that people enjoy my food. Yes, and sir. I enjoy that I can reciprocate back to them and like, okay, you know, mm -hmm. if you need something else, just let me know. So that's what the urban kitchen is. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a food service provider mm -hmm. for, for whatever, for whatever needs are, are, are required. Yes, uh, you can contact me at 913-351-7913, or you can hit me up at the urban kitchen, KCK, uh, dot com. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, you want to give that email address too? Or you just want them to look for you there? Yeah, or you can hit me up at my regular email, georgesterling84 at gmail.com. But don't sure. forget the Urban Kitchen KCK.com. Sheesh. I like that. Urban Kitchen KCK. Yes, sir. Dot com. Yes, sir. Oh, my God, Chef George, man, he's ready. And he didn't say this, but I'm going to say it. From one to 300 people is what he said. He's, he always said he's capable of catering food for us. Mm -hmm. So he got your football teams and your, your, your school staffs, you know. Yes, sir. Your, 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 <clears throat> you know, any meals that you pretty much want, your weddings, anniversaries, yeah. you know, birthdays. He, he, he can handle that. Let's get it going. Wash House football. Hoping Wash House. That. Hey, man, enjoy that. Bon appetit, man. Yes, That's sir. what I tell everybody. That's good eating. It is. Good eating. It's a enjoy fact. That. I see we're gonna have to start cutting out some of these. Uh, we're gonna need to be adding Theo, man. It's a little too many wash houses. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just messing with you, Karen. You know, I appreciate you coming. I, I want you to rep wash house all day long. Yes, sir. Um <clears throat> now, I'm gonna set that there. I'm gonna get to you can do what you wanna do. Oh, I'm good. Let's but I'm gonna set that there right. and get to it a little later because I gotta get down to the nitty gritty with you. Um Chef George had me taking over the whole uh, show, uh, sitting here just eating his food. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, now let's move on. We <laughs> just talked about family life growing up, uh, from your parents to your grandparents to your siblings. Um, let's talk about schools. Uh, where you go to grade school? So, started out at Parker. I was a bulldog. You know, See, I knew it was a reason just, why we. I knew it was a reason why me and you had a connection. I was, I was a, you was a I was bulldog. A, I was a Parker bulldog. The bulldog. I was a Parker bulldog. Yeah, but bulldog is <laughs> bulldog. See what I'm saying? There ain't once a There's bulldog, a, always hey, a bulldog. Principal was Mr. Moore, man. He's had his champs parties, had us in there achieving. He was an amazing principal. Uh, had the greatest teacher in the world for a few years, Miss Brendelin, who I actually just reconnected with. Uh, on Facebook, uh, touched my heart. But yeah, started off at Parker. Uh, had a rough patch, man. Mm -hmm. Started, you know. I don't know what got into me about the fourth grade, but I just wanted to. I just wanted to throw hands, man. Just kept getting in little fights, and you know, ended up getting suspended. Straight A student, getting in fights, getting suspended, mm. and uh, 
we had moved, but my mom was going to let me finish my, you know, my fifth grade year, but just my behavior, it didn't, it didn't live up to it. So I ended up going to J, JFK for my fifth grade year. Uh, so yeah, those were my grade school years. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of sour ending, but JFK was okay to me, you know. But we just had a connection at Parker. So okay. who's that bulldog? Yeah. Now in middle school, you went. Where'd you go to middle school? I was an Eagle, Eisenhower Eagle. You know, fly Eagles fly. Uh, actually played football for Coach Letcher. I was my guy, Morris Letcher. Hey, Letcher Strong. Hey, the man, the myth, the legend. Yep. Coach Letcher, man, Morris Letcher, great man. Uh, you know what's funny is actually his first year at, at Eisenhower was my seventh grade year. And so we went undefeated. You know, we battled him many years. And, yeah. Uh, one, of the, one of the probably most winningest coaches in the history of KCK Middle School. And, I mean, he's a state champion. Mm-hmm. So, man, is just a legend in this city. So I got to play football for him for a couple years. And, uh, yeah, man, I actually, uh, you know, I don't know if it matters or anything, but, you know, kind of got, you know, Put in a little, you know, the Eisenhower Hall of Fame a couple years ago. You know, I don't know if I've done anything warranting that, but that definitely touched my heart, you know, that they did that a few years back. Yeah, nice, man. Congratulations, yes, man. Sir. You, you definitely deserve it. Appreciate this it. opportunity for us to, you know, <clears throat> even though we're giving uh, the legend, yeah. uh, my good friend, and uh, Morris Letcher. Yes, sir. You know, his flowers, because yeah. he definitely is a, a, definitely is a legend around here man. and deserves it. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, for those who don't know, Letcher Strong, please support that. Yes, sir. Uh, but um, you too, your flowers. You, you deserve hey, yours right now it, too. You, so you've done a lot to be able to be put in that Hall of Fame, man. Congratulations. I appreciate you know? that. Appreciate. It. Um, let's um, let's talk about high school. All right, briefly. All right, we're not going to spend much time. So you, you know, you went to high school, uh, and then what happened after high school? So I went to Washington. No, we 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 back <laughs> that, man. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. You went All to right. what high school you go to? I'm a Washington Wildcat. Okay. Uh, pure. Pure in heart, Washington Wildcat. Uh, graduated class of 2004. Very proud of my class. A lot of, lot, of, lot of successful people come out of that class at Washington, man. And uh, just really proud of us, man. We, shoot. We a few years away from 20, I guess. About three years away from 20 years, which is crazy. Because it seems like we was just in school. You know, but uh, definitely, man, uh, was in jazz band for three years and, of course, played football for four years, had a couple seasons of basketball, um, you know, and, and to be back in those hallways is just crazy, just to walk down those hallways and, you know, you walk past certain landmarks and you remember what you was doing there and it's just funny, man, but, yeah, I'm a Wildcat, man. I'm a Wildcat. All right. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the activities and sports you did uh, in in high school. So I know football, and yeah. you said basketball. Did you any other activities or sports? Yeah, man. Uh, pretty much just stuck to sports. I was I was if I can talk about this a little bit, you know, I was a very creative kid, man. But I was kind of stuck in that little box. You know, I don't know if y'all remember Saved by the Bell. How every character had a little box. Slater was the athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, Zach was the cool kid. Uh, I was stuck in my athletic box, man. I was actually ashamed. You didn't want to say Screech? You didn't want to you didn't Yeah, want to... you know, Screech was a nerd. You know? <laughs> Screech was a nerd. But, but I was stuck in my athletic box, man, and I was actually ashamed that I was uh, – I didn't really tell nobody that I played the saxophone. You know, all the way up to my junior – made it all the way to my junior year, and we had this huge performance in front of the whole school – 
And I was nervous about it because I didn't want nobody to know. You know, I'm D-Lime and I'm Killer Cam. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want nobody to see me, you know, on the little horn, you know. And I killed my solo, man, and got a lot of love for that. So, you know, any kids that's listening to this, whatever talents you have, explore those talents. You know, I sang in a choir at church. I should have been at the choir at school. You know, I I, I played saxophone. I, I acted in plays growing up. I should have been at the plays at Washington. But when I got to high school, I just fell into that little bubble. And uh, that's that's actually one of my regrets that I wasn't more involved because there was just so many more experiences I could have had. I did forensics for one semester and ended up liking it, you know, doing poetry and performances and, and all kind of stuff like that, man. So I, I tell kids every day in the, in the hallways, yo, you get one chance to be a high school kid. You better enjoy it because once it's gone, you get out here in the real world, it's 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 a whole different thing. So. Yeah. So My yeah, partner man. always say you get one ticket to kick it, man. Yes, sir. So you got to you got to take advantage of it. Yes, sir. And I Most appreciate definitely. you saying that because our our, our listeners, our youth, uh, they do need to understand to you know to expand. Yeah. You know, don't. And I'm not saying don't focus. Yeah. I'm saying to expand, and I just mean you know just explore different opportunities, different likes. You never know what your true passion will be, or your true skill. Yes, sir. You don't know that unless you actually try it. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> yeah. So I, I appreciate you saying that, bringing it out, so that our our listeners can understand that. Yes, sir. Yeah. Most definitely. And it's just funny. Like now, here I am, a, a grown man with a wife and a and a son, and now it's just like, nah, creativity is like, nah. You gonna let me out? You gonna tell these jokes? Yeah. You know, you gonna make these videos? You gonna you gonna write these? You gonna let me out? You gonna shoot these commercials? So now, the creativity is just bursting out of me, and I'm just like, well, dang, what if I would have? started doing this about 15 years ago what would have happened you know so yo reach for those dreams reach for those talents and gifts so so do you have a, a influential teacher or coach back at that uh so that helped you in that time man i had i had some i had a bunch man uh you know if i just go to the high school portion of course funny thing dr mitchell who was my principal for 10 years at uh northwest uh, was my uh, American government teacher in high school. So I had him a couple years, played basketball for him. You know, we was, we was, we was balling, man. We was balling. I ain't going to say I was balling. Nate Bowie was balling. I was just getting rebounds and blocking shots, but Nate Bowie was balling, you know. Uh, but, yeah, man, Dr. Mitchell, man, was always just a great influence in my life, really helped me kind of find myself, not just in high school, but as a, as a man, helped me kind of find my career path. Uh, so he's just a great man. And then my head coach, Darwin Franklin, who is, uh, he's now at his alma mater in Oklahoma, Millwood High School, and uh, two-time state champion at his alma mater, you know, five time, been to five title games. I'm, I'm singing his praises and, and blowing up. He's like, yeah, Cam, that would be a big deal if my dad hadn't won 18 state championships in basketball at his alma mater. I was like, yeah, I know that's kind of tough, but, you know. Yeah. But he's a great man, man. So those two guys helped me so much. And, and another guy, uh, Joe Graham, who uh, was my assistant principal and AD at Northwest, but uh, was my uh, senior English teacher, you know. Uh, he was a great guy as well. So uh, I, had some, I had some really good teachers at Washington. I was, I was really prepared uh, for college, you know. You know, I know a lot of people think it's only one place in KCK you can get ready for school. You know, and there no no shots, no shots at any school. But I was ready for college uh, coming out of Washington, and uh, I appreciate my my teachers for that.
But I'm glad glad to hear you say that. <clears throat> now let's let's make the jump into college. So you come to college, and I heard you, but let's say it again. You attended what college? So I left here and went to the University of Minnesota. Straight from high school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and 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 even that. I got to say this. I didn't have a clue. I didn't understand the, the recruiting process at all. All I knew was, and this is, this is not me gloating or nothing. This is my thoughts as a kid. Every field I was on, I was a beast. You know, if I wanted to make the tackle, I made the tackle. Well, nobody, if I wanted to make the block, I made the block. So in my mind, I got the grades. I got the talent. I'm, I'm a respectful kid. I'm going to K-State. I went to K-State's uh, camp uh, in between, I think, Sophomore and junior year, or junior, I think junior and senior year, and uh, you know the the D line coach up there, man, I'm coming to get you. I'm sorry, yeah, that's just his voice, but yeah. you know I'm coming to get you, man. You know, Coach Lattimore, and uh, when it came time, man, I'm getting letters from Iowa State and Mizzou and KU, and I'm just putting them to the side. In my mind, KU, I'm saying it. This is what I'm saying. KU sucks. I ain't going to no KU. Mizzou is K State's rival. I ain't going to no K State. I'm just thinking, yo, I'm good. I got the grades. I got the I'm going to K-State. K-State never recruited me. And so I waited to the last minute. My mom started sending my film out to all these schools again. I was the first athlete in my family. Everybody else was musicians and singers and um, just didn't have that guidance. And so the last minute, I ended up going to Minnesota. And uh, Coach Browning uh, recruited me and I, I definitely uh, – so I went there. I wanted to play D-line. He recruited me. He was an O-line coach. So I should have known I was going to eventually be an O-lineman. So I was D-line first semester. Second semester, I got moved to O-line. Uh, had some tough things happen that year. Uh, my uncle, who was also my pastor at the time, he passed away uh, suddenly. Um, and then also, I told you a little earlier, my grandfather, he passed that year. And so I ended up feeling like I was just too far – away from home, if something was to happen, I couldn't get back or, or get to say those last words, you know, to anybody. And so I allowed my emotions to, to make me kind of walk away, man, from a dream that I literally had worked towards since I was, you know, five, six years old. And, uh, you know, I, I ended up leaving Minnesota, uh, came back here, did a, did, a, did a little training camp at Butler, um, but it, that just wasn't where I was supposed to be. And, uh, you know, I, I used to regret it. It, it really ate away. It, it really ate away at me for years. Uh, something that I really struggled with, man, that I walked away uh, from something I worked so hard to get back to. Uh, and, uh, you know, just thinking, like, if I would have understood the recruiting process, I would have just returned all those letters to KU, went on my visits, you know, and possibly been a, a Jayhawk with my teammate, Daryl Stuckey, who I played with in high school, my teammate, Jamal Green, who I played with at Washington, my teammate, uh, Hassan Johnson. Yeah, we had, you know, at Washington, we had five straight years of D1 players. You know, I got to throw that out there. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I haven't really heard. Anyway, uh, but yeah, man, you know, uh, you know, you know, but uh, seriously, man, if I just would have understood the process, and so that's, that really goes a lot into how I coach my team. I want them to understand the process, how to get recruited, uh, you know, go to the camps, go to the combines, go to the, the visits, you know, enjoy this, you know, 
And uh, I missed out on all those big visits. I got to go out, go on some smaller ones, but because I didn't know what I was doing, I missed out on big, huge visits, you know. And so I just really try to pour all of that in now. I don't regret it anymore because I get to pour it into my kids, pour it into my boys, and make sure that at least I do everything I can to make sure they don't make the mistakes I made. I like that. Okay. So, so let's let's talk about this. First of all, I appreciate you, you know, uh, letting our listeners know about that part of it. Yes, sir. You know, um, <clears throat> it's not always uh, easy to talk about some of those times. Yeah. I so appreciate that. Uh, but but you're still on your feet. Yes, sir. And, and it didn't stop you from achieving, you know, uh, degrees and uh, and success. Yes, sir. Uh, so where did you end up going to school after uh, Minnesota? So I came back to Kansas City. Uh, KCK had already started, knew I had to get back in school, um, and I ended up going to Johnson County for one semester. I actually got offered a full-ride scholarship for making beats uh, at Johnson County, uh, and I was like, well, man, what am what I going to do with a, you know, a, a scholarship in beats? What, major in music? He was like, yeah. I said, what am I going to do majoring in music, be a teacher? He was like, yeah. I said, man, I ain't being no teacher. Look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, so I passed up on that free money. Uh, still just young. This is what we don't get when we're young. We just really think we know what we're doing, man. Yeah. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. Passed up on that free money. Uh, went to KCK the next semester. Um, and uh, ended up getting my associates from KCK. Paying uh, for it. Huh? Was it free? Uh, nah, nah. So you passed up on the free money yeah. to go pay to, to go, go pay. to KCK. Because okay. I thought I knew what I was talking about, man. Okay. All right. All right. I didn't have a clue. So right. I ended up going to KCKCC, finishing there with my associates. Then I went, uh, by that time, I started subbing in the district. Uh, found out, you know, I kind of still had a little bit of smarts in there, was helping out some kids with math and different stuff in Northwest. So I ended up going back to school, like, okay, well, I'm going to see what this teacher path is like. And, uh, was able to get in a communications field uh, and got a degree in communications from UMKC. Uh, and so after that, I got my master's from Fort Hayes State University. So that's kind of my educational path. Kind of bounced around a little bit for a minute, but once I locked in, knocked it out. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. So um, I just, I got to ask this. Yeah. Right. So you... But through playing football after you left uh, for Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, and I know you said it was kind of hard and mm -hmm. all that. So what what made you get into coaching? Football? So I'm going to tell you, man, it was so hard being away from football. Mm -hmm. From the age of 19 to about 22, I didn't watch football. I didn't watch the NFL. I didn't watch college. I wouldn't even go back to my high school and watch their games. Like, it hurt me that bad. I just was completely away from the game. And so I was, you know, working at Northwest as a, a tutor. And uh, it just happened one year they had an opening, man. And I was able to get on that Northwest staff as an O-line, D-line, and special teams coach. You know, we went 0-5-1. and You know, we, 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 we didn't win a game. But at the end of the day, we was able to. That was with Coach Eddie? I'm not. Uh, no, that was right after him. Okay. Coach, uh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, okay. I can't think of his name, but uh, Harold. Harold. Coach yeah. Harold, yeah. Yeah, Harold. Yeah, right after him. Right after him? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, 
so yeah, that's when I first got into coaching. I was assistant coach at Northwest. Uh, then the next year, my boy Kip Van Hoos, who mm-hmm. I uh, respect so much, man. He's he's one of my big brothers in the coaching game. Uh, Kip's a great guy, man. <laughs> and he uh, he just took me under his wing, and we had some success. He was an offensive coordinator. I was still O line, D line, special teams. Kicked the first uh, field goal in middle school football, and I don't know how long. The refs was like 15, 20 years. So, really, just was proud of that. You know I, that little accomplishment, but uh, Van Hoos was a beast. And uh, after he left and went to Wyandotte, when Wyandotte was having a great years with Eddie <laughs> I'm Brown. Sorry to laugh, my friend. What's my up? Friend. What's up? I'm sorry to laugh, man. <laughs> hey. You know we got a million stories. Hey, but I gotta, t- I gotta say this. I know this is joint, but I gotta say this. Yes, sir. you say that. So you know I'm at Arrowhead. Yeah. And I got a guy. You know we working on kicking field goals. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. And we in the game. The referee told me we can't do that in middle school. What? <laughs> I can't That's crazy. Not. I kid you not. We working on it. He said, oh, they don't kick field goals in middle school. You know? I said, what? That's crazy. I mean, it was, it was the craziest thing. You know what I'm saying? But when I saw you guys kick, I said, man, this is the greatest thing just... that ever happened in middle school football and KCK man. is to see that, that this, is, this skill, this art is yeah. being taught. And that this is being utilized. So yeah. I, I love it. But that's that's my one story I had to say. Hey. I always wanted to tell you that. That's I was just... always jealous. I was always jealous because <laughs> I got here and they told us, yeah. man, they don't kick field goals. I said, well, we, this, we going for an extra point. They don't do extra points. I said, man, what is this ain't football. Well, I'm going to tell you now, when you had uh, Daniel Jackson and Bryson Cobbins, you <laughs> – it didn't matter what you – you could have took extra points from the 50-yard line and y'all have been all right. <laughs> hey, so, yeah, uh, man. But, yeah, so that's that was that was kind of how I got in. And then after uh, Van Hoos, he went to Wyandotte with uh, Eddie Brown. He was his OC. And just, okay. you know, when Wyandotte had that resurgence, man, he was right. they was putting up 40. When they did lose a game, it was like – 52 to 49. Like, right. they was balling. And uh, I became the head coach and the uh, offense coordinator. Had all these big brain ideas. You know, all these teams, they want to just run off the edge. They want to just run sideline to sideline. I'm about to open this thing up. And, uh, you know, first game of the season, Eisenhower, Coach Letcher, my first battle. It really Ooh. wasn't a battle. It was kind of like world star. Like So, your first head coaching game. Was yeah. against Morris Letcher. Was against Morris Letcher. It's funny, man. My first head coach. Hey, I wonder if the I wonder if the same thing happened to y'all. It was it was it was fifty six to six. Close. We, yeah. Close. Yeah. Close. Hey, so the next game. It was it was probably like sixty something to eight. Hey. <laughs> then we play Arrowhead. <clears throat> My first time going against you, forty eight. 48 to 12. We got better though. We 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 kept them, we kept y'all from scoring one more time. And we scored one more. So that was progress, you know. Right after that, Coronado. 34 to 14. We getting better every week, you know. And uh man, we lost every game until the last game. I ain't gonna say who we beat, but we put it on them. 17 players, and that's when I knew, like, okay. Cause if we would have lost, if I would have went completely under like lost every game, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you, bro. I don't know if I could have handled that. Just too competitive to lose every game? Man. So we uh Man, we got so much similar because my first year at, at, at Arrowhead. Yeah. I I won one game. Yeah. Yeah. In five months, my first I mean one in five. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I, I told myself, mm-hmm. if we lose this this last game, yeah, 
I'm not comfortable. <laughs> hey, I told myself it'll that, do something to you. You know, yes, sir. But that's why that, that's why I tell you how how um, how much of a legend Morris Letcher is. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Because uh, this game was actually at Sumner. I never forget this. Mm-hmm. This game was actually at Sumner Academy. Yeah. And um, man, I, I'm not even gonna tell you who it's against. Yeah. It's not against Morris because I played him the first game. Yeah. And Morris comes from, you know, they're getting ready to play the next game. Mm-hmm. So they get here and they see what's going on. And <clears throat> the team, the only thing the team is is getting us on, they can't they can't move the ball on us. Yeah. Only thing they're getting us on is special teams. Man. Special teams. They've scored every time off of we score, we march down the field, score, kick it off to them. Yeah. They score. Yeah. We scored out, march down the field, score, kick it off to them, they score. Yep. Kick it off them, they don't score. Kick it off them. So Morris comes, walks all the way around. Mm-hmm. Says Moses. Said what? He said, man, if you don't stop kicking the ball to do, man. Yeah. He said, man, you ain't got to kick the ball, man. Just yeah. flip the ball on around to these people right here, man, then stop. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah, boy! Oh, oh yeah, a whole oh, new world, a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. He didn't have to say that. Yeah, he didn't have to come he over didn't. and say that. Do nothing. This ain't got nothing. But that's the type of person Morris was. You know what I mean? If I, if I can bounce one off of you, man. that game, you know, that fifty-six to six, I, I'll never forget it, man. Uh, you know, man, it was tough coaching at Northwest, and 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 why not, man? Like I had parents on my neck. You know, I could feel their breath from the stands and. You know, a guy was just really going in, going in, going in. And uh, I was young, man. I was like 23 years old. You know, I was kind of, I was young. I was reckless. And I turned around during the game. And like, hey, you can sit down. And I was just like, oh, what am I doing? And the whole crowd just went off on me. It was bad. But Letcher brought both teams to the middle of the field together, Northwest and Eisenhower. And he told them, he told them, he said, hey, man, I want y'all to know the way y'all parents acted today. Like, you know, let your real, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That don't make no sense. Don't none of y'all take nothing that y'all saw today and replicate that. And that's one thing I always just loved about him, man. He he was a competitor. He is a competitor. We see him fighting right now, just getting stronger and stronger every day. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, man, just always was working for the greater good, man. So much respect. Much respect to him because Lester said he wanted the whole uh, league to be strong. Yeah. He, that's what he used to tell me. Yeah. First, I, I want the league to be strong. And it's a testament to how strong that league got. Yes, sir. You know, uh, in those years. You know, so I, I got to give much respect out to him. I love him. And he is a fighter. He's still fighting to this day. Yes, sir. You know, so um, so we're, we're moving on. You know, we I can talk to you, man, for days. You yes, know? sir. So let, let's move on just a little bit. We, we started – uh, getting into uh, coming out of college uh, and coaching, how you got there, <clears throat> where you where your first job was. So let's talk a little bit more uh, about uh, uh, Northwest. So you're at Northwest. You're mm-hmm. teaching uh, and you're coaching. What are you teaching at Northwest? So I was teaching journalism down there. Uh, and, uh, man, we, we did some amazing stuff. I bump into those kids now. They're adults. And I literally bumped into a girl the other day at Five Below, and she, Mr. Smith, oh, what you taught me in journalism? Da, 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 just going crazy. Uh, we had an online newspaper. It's still up. It's called the New Northwestern. Uh, last time I checked it, I haven't checked it in probably a year or so, but it had 120,000 reads. 
Uh, we had uh, created a YouTube channel, Northwest Media. We had all kind of stuff on there, man. Uh, we shot some sitcoms. We had a, a show called School Matters. It was kind of like Family Matters. We had a show called When the Bell Rings. It was kind of like Save the Bell, Save by the Bell. Uh, and then we just had all kind of uh, news shows and commercials. And man, we had a ball down there. I mean, we had a ball. We we uh, really did some cool stuff. So that's what I taught at Northwest. And uh, I, I'll never forget it, man. I, I ain't going to never take those pages down because it it's always fun to just go back and relive shooting that stuff with those students. And these kids down, you know, on 18th and really from 1st to about 30th Street that had these creative minds to create these characters, create their personality, what they should look like. Man, we, we did some amazing stuff, you know. So uh, really hoping to replicate that on the high school level, you know. But what we did down there was special. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> I gotta ask you this because I know I know these things, but we gonna we want them to know. Yes, so sir. did you coach anything else while you were at Northwest? Yeah. So uh, basketball and uh, wrestling. Um, you know, it's funny thing about wrestling, man. I was just an assistant coach the first year, and they begged me to do it. I was like, man, I need to chill. I need to relax. We just finished football season. I'm not trying to do nothing. You know, I'm playing coaching basketball later this year. And the coach was like, man, all you got to do is just be there. All you got to do. And I was I went on ahead and did it. And we went undefeated. And so the next year, uh, this guest came to me, Coach Smith, will you be the head coach for wrestling? And I was like, no, I don't know nothing about wrestling. You know, I'm telling on myself. They don't know this. They don't, they, these, these dudes that wrestle for me, I have had guys come back thinking I was a guru. I didn't know nothing about wrestling. I literally would show YouTube videos during practice. My first year's head coach, she she was like, "Well, we I'll just tell the boys we won't have a wrestling team." She knew what she was doing. I wasn't gonna leave the boys she out. That, she put guilt she, trip she on. put it on me, man. <laughs> and uh, I ended up being we went undefeated. My first year's head coach, and uh, I did it for one more year. And after that is when I got you know the wanda job in basketball, and uh, you know I couldn't do rest, wrestling anymore, and so. But I actually came back a few years later with Coach Larry, and we, we went undefeated like four times in a row. They started those league wrestling tournaments. You know, like what we was trying to do in football and basketball, they had those league wrestling tournaments. And, yeah. man, we was just taking kids up there. My last year at Northwestern Wrestling, we took 13 kids – or we took 15 kids to uh, the district wrestling tournament, and nine of them finished first, and, and uh, three of them finished second. Uh, so I really enjoyed uh, coaching wrestling and, uh, and, you know, the basketball battles we had. You know, I actually never got that uh, that undefeated eighth grade uh, title. You know, I know you had it. I know Coach Letcher had it. I know uh, uh, Coach Simmons had it. Coach Hollinshed had it. I never got my undefeated eighth grade uh, season. But I did get you know, one of my seventh grade undefeated seasons, man. But we had so much fun coaching those games for the middle schools and really just seeing the talent that just came out of Kansas City to see these guys now still playing college ball and some even playing pro ball. It's just crazy, man. So I'm proud to be a part of that. Me too. I think back all the time to the history and, and that we've gotten and that we've built and just looking at the players, man, that have yeah. gone on. Uh, to not only just play sports, but going on to become tremendous men, you know, great fathers. Yes, sir. You know, great citizens. Yes, sir. Husbands. You mm -hmm. know, it's just a testament to uh, what uh, our 
uh, league, you know, has produced. Yes, sir. Now, I got to ask you this. People don't know this, man, but I got to ask you this. Yes. <clears throat> well, I got to say this. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you. I'm going to say this. And okay. I'm going to explain it. There's two things that I've missed. Mm-hmm. People ask me all the time, oh, you, uh, you going to coach or you think you coach whatever, and I tell them, well, I'm, I'm coaching different. Yeah. Now I'm doing more life coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I can reach more students, you know, uh, now with the not-for-profit than I can with a team. Yes, sir. And I think that's where my path is for right now. Love to get back on the sideline. I anticipate doing that. But this is where, you know, I think my path is now. Yes, sir. I tell them there's two things that I miss. What's that? One, uh, I miss my day before the first game <laughs> phone call. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And they laugh. They're like, huh? Yeah. I'm like, man, I got a, tra- I had a tradition, man. I had a tradition for years yes, sir. of a phone call. The day before. That Friday first night, game, boy. Friday night before the first game, yeah. phone call. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, you just ask them to tell you. That's what I meant. Yes, sir. You know? And then the other thing that I miss, um, <clears throat> and people don't understand it, I miss the rivalry but friendship. Man. And people don't understand when I say, man, the friendly rivalry. Yes. Like, man... I wanted to beat you. Yeah. You wanted to beat me. Yeah. But I was happy when you won. Mm-hmm. I was happy for your success. Yeah. And no matter what happened, when the smoke cleared, I'm shaking your hand. I see you later, and we laughing and joking. We keep moving. Yes, sir. Our kids, you know what I'm saying, are improving. I see your kids. I'm shaking, telling them, hey, good game, man. You did good. Proud of you. Same thing, vice versa. I miss that. Yeah. Those are the two things I miss. Eh, there's other things. I'm, you know, relationships with the kids. But those are the two biggest things. Yes, sir. You know. Uh, that I miss, and that I think, I this is my opinion. Now this is my opinion. I think are missing from our our, our leagues now. Man, that, that's that's something I think. I, I don't know about you. you I'm, I'm gonna tell it? you one thousand percent, man. <clears throat> the the respect level that we had for each other, uh, you know, the battles that we had, you know, uh, between Northwest and, and Arrowhead, you know. For, you know, then you, you got uh, uh, Coronado, you know, with Coach Hollinshed and Coach Simmons, then Coach Laurie and Coach Letcher at Eisenhower. Like, those rivalries, but yet the respect. You know, I consider you a friend. I consider Laurie a friend. You know, Coach Letcher, somebody I look up to tremendously. Coach Hollinshed, somebody I respect out this yeah. world. I bumped into Simmons this summer. You know, he's a principal over Missouri. I bumped in. He was on my, he was on my dream list of coaches when I became a high school coach. I just wanted to get every single one of y'all, man, and have everybody on one staff, you know, because we were we were just the middle school coaches, you know, and I just wanted us to run through everybody, man. But uh, I definitely, one thousand percent, man, those battles, yet the respect and the friendship that was birthed out of those, man, you can't trade it, you know. And I, I really think that's why we were able to get so much out of those kids. And a lot of people don't really know how important it is, you know. A lot of people don't talk about it the way we do, and think, you know, man, it's just middle school. But we had so many monsters that came out of those teams and so many college athletes, so many college students. You know, maybe they didn't play sports, but because of them playing in that environment, they was able to deal with so much, man. That was just a great time to be a coach in KCK. And uh, I honestly have not ever seen a league that bonded like we were all bonded together and fighting for getting more. We wanted to bring the middle school tournament. We planned out the the high, the, the football uh, championship. We wanted to do, take everything to another level. And uh, 
I, I really think, man, we were we were ahead of our time coaching uh, on the middle school level. And and as as seen, every last guy in all of us that I just named have been high level high school coaches on 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 high level teams in basketball and football. So just a tremendous time, man, to be with those coaches. And and I definitely I look back on that fondly, man, and I miss that kind of respect and, and relationship amongst men, you know. <clears throat> I remember even the, the exposure that we wanted to get, yeah. you know, from put, putting our, you know, before it was never done before. Yeah. Uh, and we all agreed, you know, that, hey, yes, yeah, okay, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna publicize our scores. Yeah. We're not going to make anybody feel bad. Yeah. You know, but what we're going to do is we're just going to publicize the box score. Yes, sir. That's it, just so our kids can see their names, see the thing. See them, so they get a star stunned. And, and hold on, while we talking about that, we gotta mention David Brocks, bro. We getting to that. We gotta mention David. Okay. Yes. We, okay. We I'm gonna let you that. do you then. Okay. No. Nah, I'm gonna be quiet. Okay. David Brocks was key in the exposures we started getting to high school. Man. I'm just talking about how we started moving in middle school. Yes, sir. Putting it out there with the Wanda Daily News. Got to get a, a big ass Daily. shout out yep. to, to Miss Mary mm -hmm. uh, at the Wanda Daily News. She will publish. You know, our scores, she would publish, and we just do that. We mimic the high school, yep. but they put it in the box scores and put the scores down, you know. And, and our kids love that, man. Yeah. The kids to come and see, oh, man, my name is, oh, yeah. man, we did all oh, the scores in there. Oh, we did. Man, they love that. Start building it up, all yep. that. So yep. I, I love that. Um, I got to I gotta say this, man. I, I've never said this, and then I'm only going to say it, and then we're going to move on, you know. Uh, there was a time that I, I was, you know, I had a little bit, you know, just a little tinge of bit of, you know, uh, upset. Yeah. Because you told my boy to leave the ball now. We ain't gonna lie, I'm never Hey. Every every time that video comes up in my memories on Facebook, I have to reshare it, man. I love that video. I, that was that was what? That was my second year. So that was the year uh, we split. We yeah. split for uh, best record, man. Yeah. When I tell you, I'll never forget that moment. That was one of my proudest moments as a coach. <laughs> I know a lot of people, man, I Cam, you. Him, I'll never forget he come to us. I say, man, what was Well, Coach said, leave it alone. I said, he's not your coach. Hey, when I tell you, <laughs> hey, some people might feel like I've done a lot as a coach, man. Oh. One of my proudest moments was in a middle school football game in a pivotal moment when my receiver came across, caught that slant, and got his muffin cap peeled back blue. <laughs> Fumbled the ball, and two Arrowhead kids, I'll never forget, one of them was Damo. The other kid, I don't know his name, because I coached Damo in high school. Yeah. But when I tell you, I said, I looked at that boy, I said, don't touch it. And he stopped and let it roll out of bounds. I said, I'm a real coach, man. I'm a real coach, man. That was like my Pinocchio oh, moment, man. man. I love. I was over there. I was yo. going, hey, why did you grab the ball? Dude, he's fumbled. Grab the ball. Well, coach said, "Don't touch it." I said, "He's not your coach." Then we grab a ball. Hey. We do we do these drills in practice. Why hey. do you think we do these drills? Yes, sir. Well, you know, whoever hey. whoever that kid is, man, don't take. Hey, just learn from it, man. Much love to you. <laughs> Couldn't have did it without you, bro. <laughs> great time, man. I yes, sir. A great time. We had many times like that. Yes, sir. Hey, so um, yes, sir. Uh, moving on now. What made you make the the, the, the the jump? Yeah. From well, first let's do this mm -hmm. briefly. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk a little bit about your time at Wyandotte, the basketball coaching at Wyandotte. Man, I loved it. Uh, Coach K, Coach Cronlin, 
uh, brought me in. He actually was just trying to build a relationship with me. I was the head coach at Northwest. And uh, one week we were building a relationship to kind of start that, you know, keep the feeder system strong. I've mm-hmm. always believed in that. When I was at Northwest, I believed all, I wanted all my players to go to Wyandotte before I was coaching there, you know. Um, and now, you know, obviously I just want all my kids to come to Washington and, and let me and my staff see what we can do with you. And I guarantee we're going to take care of you. Uh, but, yeah, I went to Wyandotte under Coach Jeff Cryland and Trinity Hall. Was on that staff, man, as well as uh, Coach Coach Quentin, Coach Quentin White, man. Both both of them were actually Bulldogs, uh, so they had a huge. They were ingrained in the culture. You said they was actually Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they was Bulldogs, man. Bulldogs. They was Bulldogs. Hey, boop, boop. hey, that's cool. You know, <laughs> not too loud. No, I'm just like, <laughs> hey. But, but I mean, you you were a bulldog yourself. I, I you was. You started man. with Parker, and then you went to Wanda. Yeah. So you were. Yeah, bulldog. I was there for four years, man. And uh, <laughs> when I tell you, I thought I was a good basketball coach, you know. But when I got to Wanda with that staff, man, my knowledge of the game, my coaching style, my technique, I just learned so much in such a little time, man. And uh, Coach Trinity Hall is actually now the head coach at Turner. Right. Yeah. And uh man, I know he's gonna do his thing over there. You know, I feel like Casey K lost a good one. Not not snatching him up and getting him in position over here, man. I, I love to see us in our city coaching our schools, you know. And I really think Trinity, man, he was I ain't even gonna go there, man. But he he was an absolute beast. And uh we had a great season. Uh I think the first hosted playoff game since I believe about two thousand eight. Uh we uh Shared the league title with Washington. Uh, funny story. So Washington, we we actually lost to Washington at Washington by about six. And uh, at the time, I had already applied for Washington's head football coaching position, and I actually got interviewed for it during the season. And uh, you know, when we beat Washington at Wyandotte on a buzzer beater in overtime, Todd Kennedy, one of my guards from Northwest days, hit a crazy buzzer beater three down in the corner, and everybody lost. They ran down, made a big old dog pal, having a good time. And as excited as I was, I was like, oh, shoot, you know, I'm trying to be a wildcat. But at the same time, but they didn't hire me back then. So I was a Bulldog for uh, two more years in basketball uh, and then uh, ended up coaching one year of football at Wyandotte as an offensive coordinator. Uh, Torrey Moore's uh, first year at quarterback, actually, his sophomore year, I was his O.C., Everybody saw what Torrey did as, as his career went on. Absolutely one of the greatest uh, wind-out football players uh, in the history. So he's now playing football and basketball in college. So, yeah, man, I enjoyed my time at Wanda. You know, I was uh, at Northwest for 10 years. So it just, it just felt right to be up there with my boys that I have been coaching. Some of those guys I literally got to coach for seven years. You know, they came in as my managers. Uh, and at sixth grade, coached them seventh and eighth grade, went to high school with them, and coached them through senior year. So, yeah, I wouldn't trade that for a world. You know, I, I enjoy coaching those boys. Okay. So, <clears throat> opportunity comes back around to apply for the Washington head coach. Finally. Okay. You know, you know, there's a whole lot of, you know, hirings, and I ain't going to finish the last part of that, but it was a right. whole lot between my first time applying and my time when I got it, you know. Right. I oftentimes wonder what, what where would we be now if you, you know, had got it back then. in 2015, you know? Yeah. But it is what it is. Uh so yeah, I finally got the gig in 2019 and uh coming in, 
It was, it, man, you know, I had the middle school coach label. Uh, nobody. But first, I got to ask you this. Yes, sir. When you got the job, not only did you have you were coaching, but that meant that you would have to leave um, the, your teaching position. Yeah. Uh, where you was at Northwest, where you had been for 10 plus years. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So t- tell me about the decision to do that. Man, that was tough. That was really tough. Like, you know. And and this might seem funny, but in moments like that, man, all I can do is turn on Master P. I miss my homies and just let it play and ride, man. Cause like that's that was like one of them kind of moments, man, where leaving Northwest was extremely hard to do. Uh, the kind of, just the relationship I had with those kids. You know, some of those kids I taught their siblings, I taught the middle sibling, I taught the baby sibling, you know, and just had crazy you know, long relationships with a lot of those kids either in the classroom or on the field. So it was definitely hard to uh, leave Northwest, especially that journalism program that I, you know, I was, I built it. I was the first one to teach it there in years. And so it was just hard, man, to leave and uh, to make that decision. But my ultimate goal was always to be a high school head coach. And uh, if I get the chance to coach at my alma mater, like it's, it just had to be done, you know. So it was tough, man, but you know, I don't regret it. Okay. So now, <clears throat> walk me through mm-hmm. the day you get the job. Walk, walk me through the emotions. And Man. So I'm in my classroom on planning period. And uh, I get a phone call. You know, it's a 627 number. I'm like, okay, who is this? I answer. And, you know, I wish I would have got the lady's name. Because I want to know who was it that made that call and told me. You know, if you see this. Hit me up on Facebook, Cameron Smith. I just want to know who who I had the pleasure of talking to that day. Uh, C-A-M-R-O-N-O-E. Mama didn't want him to call me Cameron. But anyway, man, she called me, and uh, I remember getting that call and, and just you know, like, well, Cameron, I'm just calling to offer you the head football coaching position at Washington High School. And I'm in my room jumping and trying not to really make no noise, but I guess she heard me. Because she busted out laughing on the phone, you know. So whoever that was, man, it was a genuine moment, man. I think she she must have just knew, you know, how – I mean, you know, in the, at the district level, they see how many times you've applied for something. I actually posted something on Facebook uh, a few days ago just showing the history of, you know, applying for head coach positions and how many times it said close, 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 close. And the top coaching position was the last time, which says hired, you know, so – I think she just must have knew the perseverance, man, and, and dedication to, to proving that I deserve that position. And, uh, you know, it was, it was an awesome moment. All right. So <clears throat> as we, we getting now to you're, you're the head coach, um, I know it's a stigma, you know, uh, middle school coach. Yes, sir. You know, um, in that. Uh, but let, let's talk about what leads what, what leads you in culture. What, what, what's your why? Like what, what's, what leads you in culture? Man, like some stuff, I really don't want to say because I don't, I don't want to like give. Man, but I'm like, okay. I'm yeah. crazy. A- ask the questions that you want to answer, how you want to answer. But yeah. I just, I, I'm, I'm getting to something. Yeah, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm like crazy competitive. Like at a certain point in time in my life, mm-hmm. I had to sit back and chill because I was like, bro, you are tripping. Like it's tic tac toe, you know, it's dominoes. Like calm down, it's. You know, you playing basketball at JFK and elbowing people. Like, calm down, Cam. It ain't that important. Like, so I'm like super competitive, and so just people doubting me, man. Like, I love it. 
because it just fires me up, man. I always say, I don't know if, talk to me nice. That's your best advice I can give you. Just talk to me nice. Because if you talk to me wrong, you ain't doing nothing but pouring fuel on the fire, man. I, I hate to get this part. I'm going to give it to you, though, because you mo. Okay. Man, I, I listen to, I watch a lot of Mike Tyson interviews. I watch a lot of Muhammad Ali stuff, Nick Saban, Coach Belichick, Michael Jordan, Kanye West, all those weirdos, all those people that just was over the top, did way too much to just be great. Like, I, I, I get inside their head because I want to see what drove them. You know, when Mike Tyson was saying he was going to eat baby, that mess was crazy. But now when I go back and listen to what he was trying to do, you know, I don't agree. I ain't going to never say that to nobody. But that's the kind of stuff I like to really dig into to see what extra levels of, you know, greatness you really can achieve. I always tell my kids greatness is a choice. Everybody is good. Everybody's good. Everybody's good at something, but you have to make the choice to be great. And that's that's my thing, man. You know, talk to me nice. Cause cause you you pour some fuel on that fire. All I'm doing is writing it down. I love when people post stuff on Facebook talking silly. I love when people disregard, you know, what I've done as a I love it. I love it. I enjoy it. I screenshot it. And I save it for a rainy day. But when it start raining, it's gonna be pouring. Okay. That's all it is, bro. I like that. So, <clears throat> man, you had a wonderful success uh, so far. Yes, sir. Uh, and and getting uh, Washington back to where they were in the past. Uh, congratulations. Appreciate that, know, bro. On that. Appreciate uh, and, uh, it. And, uh, you know, I've told you, real, but congratulations on the league uh, title. Yes, sir. Uh, Thank so that's, you. That's great. Congratulations on another thing that I love. Now, this is one of the things that I, I, I admire the most about uh, what you're doing <clears throat> is that the young men that are there associated with the program uh, are getting an opportunity to advance Man. Uh, their life. You know, they're getting a chance to get to uh, to the next phase in, in college. Yeah. Uh, and then understanding the process, understanding, you know, how to do it. I, I see it all the time. I see young men getting visits, getting, you know, uh, getting the letters, the recruitment process, actually taking advantage of some of those things. So I, I, I love that. <clears throat> I know you said that before. So I had to say it again that yes, that was sir. something that you really wanted uh, to pour into your athletes because uh, of the experience you had yourself. Yeah. Uh, but I see it. Thank you. You know, I see it a lot. You know, I, you know, I got a lot of boys, uh, guys <clears throat> from Arrowhead that's up there. Yes, sir. We're up there that you know that had ties with, and uh, they love what you're doing. Man, I appreciate uh, they're, that. They're proud of. Uh, tell them to tell me because I don't even. You know, oh, they ain't, they ain't telling you. I don't you? know, man. No, it's a, few of, I, it's a few of them. It's a few of them. <laughs> well, they love what you're doing. Yes, sir. They love the energy you bring, uh, and, and they love the, the the fact that they are um, that they're getting an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and whatever the opportunity is, you know, we know this. Everybody's not going to play Division One. That's a fact. You know, and that's not a put down. Yeah. It just, there's not enough slots. College football is college football, though. College basketball is college basketball. You still Correct. traveling, right? Correct. You traveling the nation. Correct. You're wearing you wearing Adidas and Nike and, and all that. And you getting an education. And you getting a free education. So Sometimes, you know. Yeah. It's, but it's you're, getting, you're getting an education. Exactly. If you're there in college, you're getting an education. Whether exactly. Whether it's free or you're paying for some of it, you are getting an education. Exactly. You know, and the, the one thing that I love about... Um, what you've always done. 
I don't remember the saying. I wish I could remember. I, I've tried. I've tried. I mm-hmm. even went back to even try to find the, the, the email you sent me, and I couldn't find it. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that, you know, I always, I always admire about you uh, is uh, how you put, you know, those positive behaviors. Yeah. Uh, and you teach, you know, not just, you know, it's, it's more than ba- uh, football. Yeah. Or more than the sport with you. Great, Graves behavior football. There you go. There okay. it is. We live on it. Okay. I could, man, I'm trying yeah. to figure it out. Graves yeah. behavior football. Yes, sir. And I, and I love that, man. And that's what uh, it that's what exudes when you see uh, your teams come yes, out. Yes, sir. So I had, to, I had to tell you that, you know, face to face. Hey, I appreciate it, bro. <clears throat> no, very proud of what you're doing. To, um, uh, before we end this, mm-hmm. uh, just a couple more questions. Uh, one of the the questions I'm going to ask you is, uh, uh, what would you, uh, what advice would you give any young, uh, young adult youth uh, uh, that is uh, that is uh, trying to make their pathway to success? I'm gonna tell you now. Uh, you know. There's a movie, I'm not really proud of this movie choice, but there's something to said in this movie that I live by. Uh, the movie Hustle and Flow. Uh, okay. He says, everybody got to have a dream. And I live on that. I really believe that, man. Dream, dream, dream. Whatever dream you have, whatever talent you have. I, I talk to kids sometimes, they say they don't know what their dream is. Well, what do you like? What do you enjoy? Find a way to monetize that. And then birth that thing and build that thing. You know, don't fall into the box. Like I told you a little bit ago, I fell into a box. You know, I, I, I had musical talents. I had, you know, uh, uh, directing talents. I had editing talents, you know. But I fell into a box, and I, and I, and I kind of missed out on some opportunity, obviously in football. You know, don't be scared to dream, and don't let your surroundings, your community, your, your family, your friends, you know, don't don't let anybody take that dream away from you. You know, I, I've recently learned this. I've been saying it to everybody I could say it to. Our brains are wired to be three times more negative than positive. So at this juncture in my life, I can't have nobody around me that's not speaking into me. If you're not loving on me, complimenting me, boosting me, you can't have my time. And I want to be around people that I can then do the same thing for. If, if it's a struggle for you, for me to tell you that you're a beast, if you was struggling for me to come down here and say, man, it looks good. This, this, is, this, is a, this is real. This is authentic. If you can't take that compliment and you want to shy away and act like this ain't, this ain't that, I can't really deal with that energy. I need people around me that believe in themselves, that believe that they're great. And I need people that are going to pour into me. I'm going to pour into you. And, and, and I just realized, I'm going to say this, everybody doesn't deserve you. Everybody doesn't deserve the quality that you are, the time that you have. Every, everybody, people don't have a problem asking you for nothing, but everybody doesn't deserve what they're asking for. So make sure that the people that you give your time to are, 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 are showing that they deserve your time. And then, like I said, dream. If they're not feeding that dream, Quit wasting your time with them. And I ain't saying completely cut people off. Don't talk to them. Be mad at them. Hate them. Have something in your heart against them. No. You don't have to hate people. You don't got to be mad at nobody. You just got to know what you're going to get from them and leave them in that little area. And when you want to, you know, have that little time and, and have that, then have that. But when you want to do everything else, you got to separate and put the people in, in life 
where they belong. And that's something that I didn't learn until the last couple years, man. It took me a long time, 35. Took me a long time to realize, Cam, everybody don't deserve you, bro. Everybody don't. But to those that do, know that you deserve them too. And, and I'm telling you, man, when you surround yourself with like-minded people, like-minded individuals that are driven, that have goals, that have dreams, that believe in themselves, that have the self-esteem to know, you know, look in the mirror every day and say, I'm about to kill today. I'm about to kill. There's this clip of Diddy, man. I ain't really the biggest Diddy fan, but there's this clip of he, he said, he, was, he just got off the phone with somebody. He said, I'm a monster. I'm a beast. I can do anything. What can you not do? Give it to me and I'll do I love that clip, man. Just to see somebody that had that much respect for themselves to know I can get stuff done. And that's the kind of people I want to be around, man. So to the youth, to the adults, to the, to the elderly, surround yourself with somebody that believes in themselves. If you're at the, the retirement home, surround yourself with the people that believe they can still get up and walk and get around. I don't care where you at. Surround yourself with like-minded individuals and watch what happens. I like that, man. That's, yes, that's sir. great. I appreciate, <clears throat> I appreciate you, you giving it to, to everyone. Yes, you sir. Um, appreciate you, man. Man, so uh, a couple more questions and we're going to get out of here. Um, one uh, question is, is I, I've got to say this. I, I got to allow you to do this. Yes, sir. You know, I don't really want to hear Washington no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Um, what can we expect, man, with Washington football this coming season? Man, I'm proud of my boys. They've been working hard uh, for the last two years. You know, after 2019, we really felt like we built something crazy. We thought, you know, 2020, we about to come in here and we're going to be a playoff team. Not just a playoff team, but we're going to be a, a contender in the playoffs. Um, obviously, you know, that season was canceled. KCK was the only district in Kansas that didn't play football. Everybody was quiet about it. I'll never understand it. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, obviously, we lost a lot of kids. A lot of kids transferred. Uh, you know, players from that year transferred. Players from the following year transferred. But the guys that are still at Washington, we still got some doggone dogs. They ain't, they ain't, they ain't bulldogs, but they some dogs. Dog yeah. is a dog. Hey, a dog Bulldog. is a dog. Dog is a dog. And, and I got some dogs in the fight, man. And these kids, they're no names. Nobody knows who they are. You know, they were sophomore and freshmen the last time we were on the field. And, you know, nobody's talking about them. People feel like Washington is about to take a huge regression. Man, we got some players. And, and I'm not promising nothing. I'm not saying I, I would never, you know, disrespect my opponents. I know Harmon, they just got a new coach. And just like I came in and, and had a culture shift, I expect Harmon, Harmon to, 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 to have a shift. You know, Schlegel just got a new coach. I expect Schlegel to have a shift. You know, uh, Sumner is the longest tenured coaching staff. They've been got a good group of guys that's been together for a minute, so I know they know what to do. And then Wanda, their coach, he came in with me. We came in together, and he had, uh, you know, right behind me, one of the best football seasons at Wanda in a long time. So there's some good, t there's some good progress happening in this city, but as, as Washington returns uh, to football this year, man, I just really expect these boys who literally, you know, the season ended in 2019, we did exit interviews and, and came back after Christmas, and we were in uh, powerlifting. After, after that, we were in spring weights. 
Then the pandemic starts. Well, we was on quarantine workouts on Zoom. When wasn't nobody even using Zoom. We was on there working out. Then the summer hit. We come back for summer workouts. Then they cancel our season. The boys showed up for fall workouts in the gym, on the field. Then, of course, we kept working, and we had that little spring scrimmage season. Really, winter. It was in the winter. It was cold. But at the end of the day, we got that in. After that, we had spring weights again. Some, these boys have been working for two years. And, and, and I ain't going to tell you the numbers, but they throwing some plates around in that weight room. So, man, I promise you, I, I really believe in this group of guys, you know, and uh, I'm just looking forward to see when them lights turn on what they do. Uh, again, no promises. It's a lot of shifting, a lot of changes, a lot of progressions in the league. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see what my boys are going to do. Good. So, I gotta, I, we got to say this because I got to give my man David Brock's his, uh, his flowers too yes, for sir. what he did as far as the exposure in the KVL yes, sir. and the KCAL. Um, but a lot of people um, don't know that not only did we coach against each other, but uh, our friendship allowed us to, to sit aside each other yes, sir. Uh, and do some broadcasting of some high school football and basketball games. Man. Um, talk about what, what that meant, you know, to to – uh, to our leagues, but also what that meant uh, as we move forward. Man, <clears throat> that was some of the funnest stuff I ever did in my life. That was literally sitting down there, me, you, uh, Jarius Jones, sitting at that table, all of us just bouncing jokes off e of, e of each other, all of us bouncing catchphrases off each other. Uh, just our chemistry was just, it was crazy, man. I felt like we were supposed to really be on you know, national television doing what we was doing, man, because the chemistry was crazy. It felt like we was on national TV. It did. It was real. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, you know, this ain't even a jab, but we'd be at Washington up in that nest with that band, Chris Green's band, sitting there whomping. Man, they, they whomp, whomp on. We whomp, whomp, whomp. Man. Just down there whomping. Chris had them whomping. Man. And so, you know, man, that was fun, man. And, and the kids. That we were, you know, we got to, we got to cover Trayvon White. I'm gonna say some names. Can I say some names? Name. These are these are these is Kansas City basketball royalty. We got to cover Trayvon White. Man. We got to cover Benny Parker. Man. We got to cover Justin Strickland. We got to cover Robert Holiday, who just signed a contract overseas to play pro ball. Man. Bruh, we had a time up there, man. That was crazy. Uh, uh. Uh, what's the kid kid at Harmon, the year Harmon went to state? Uh, man, I forget his name, but he was in the Drew League getting buckets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting buckets, man. And so we that, – that was one of my most – I'm telling you, when I talk about professional fun, that was fun, man. And shout out to Todd Henderson, who was, you know yeah, – Yeah, can't forget Todd. He was our producer, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, man, that – And I can't forget my man B.Y., Brian Watson. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Come on. We had a great opportunity and great time, you know, chemistry together doing, you know, yes, the halftime pregame and, you know, postgame yes, shows and stuff. So, man, it was a great time, man. I, and I just – I appreciate David Brock's – Yes, sir. Todd Henderson for the opportunity, but the vision that, you know, David had to, to put it all together. Yes, sir. You know, and the exposure uh, that, uh, that, our, that our city got, man. With yes, that. sir. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm hoping. I can't make no promises, you know. Being a, a head coach is a lot, but I'm hoping, you know, to to get a little bit of something cracking, you know, as a digital media teacher at Washington. Uh, maybe this, maybe this year, we'll see. 
We'll see. Well, you know, quiet is it kept. Yeah. You know, there's some things in the making. Yeah. Uh, call to, me. To, to, to bring back, call you know, me. this thing. I'm, well, I'm calling you. Because I didn't get the call. Uh, 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 the, the resurgence that happened one year, I didn't get the call. <laughs> well, they you put know. me on the shelf, man. I didn't I, get the call. I, I'm just saying, okay. So all I'm saying is I'm married. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm uh, there. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm you're going to get a call. You yes, know? sir. I, I tell my producer, you know, that, uh, you know, the only reason you didn't get a call is because I know you was in football. Hey. You know, and I know hey. the, the regularity of you trying to be down here. You know, co-hosting this podcast with me, I just know it is 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 not a it's a schedule it's scheduling issue. Yes, sir. You know, but uh, we for, can't for have, now. For now, yeah. Okay, you heard what he said. For yes, now, sir. yes, okay. sir. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> My God, Cam, man, I, I end all the shows with with one of the same questions. Yeah. Um, and and the question is is um, uh, if you were uh, given a, a, a well, we're at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Our, our illustrious treats. Yes. Are in the Super Bowl for the third year in a row. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, you're given a one-minute um, slot, uh, like a television slot. Can't sell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you fill it with? Well, I got one minute. One minute. You don't. They just call you now and they say ticket number so 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 so, and you're like, oh, that's my ticket. They're like, come on down. And you just got down here, and now they're telling you, hey, you got. One minute, 60 seconds, you know, look at that camera and go now, and what do you feel it with? This well, is your 60 seconds. Well, I'm going to just tell you right now, uh, follow Big Cam I Am. Uh, I am a comedian, uh, as well as an actor, uh, producer, director, film videographer, uh, you know, writer, you know. So follow Big Cam I Am. I got a I got a I got a Facebook. I got an Instagram. Big Cam I Am. I got a Twitter. I got a, a, a YouTube. Big Cam I Am. Follow Big Cam I Am, and uh, just just enjoy the ride, man. You know I'm growing a little bit. Just got my merch in. I'm about to start selling my merch. Uh, so yeah, man. Um, and, and 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 with my last 15 seconds of this commercial, also support Washington Wash House, uh, Washington Football. Uh, if you want to donate anything, hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you know, we've had some amazing donations. My boy Ju- Julian Honeycutt, one of my former teammates, he just dropped off a pallet of water, 78, 24 packs of water. Uh, my boy, oh, he told me I couldn't say his name. Another Wildcat, homie of mine, uh, just donated uh, about 15 pairs of shoes, cleats, brand new cleats. Uh, so, yeah, man, support us. Just doing it for the kids, doing it for the community, and trying to grow uh, Washington into a, a state-level program. I got to say this. Uh, no team in KCK, Washington, Wyandotte, Harmon, Sumner, uh, Schlegel, uh, Bonner, Piper, Turner, Bonner Springs, uh, Piper, Turner. Who did I leave out? Uh, Bonner, Piper, Turner. Bishop Ward has ever won Acacia state title in football. And, and what's crazy is no team has ever been in KCK has ever been past the second round of the playoffs. So it's my goal uh, to do those things before I hang up that whistle, man. And and uh, I just believe y'all should support somebody with dreams like that. You know, if nobody else is talking about those things, you know, I'm, I'm going to stop right there. Well, the 60 seconds is up. Yes, sir. It's yeah, been up. I think yeah, I took, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, I took yeah. about 85. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh Man, Cam, yes, sir. I appreciate you, man, for coming. Yes, you sir. know, thank you so much, man. I know 
uh, especially with school starting and football starting up, man. I know that it was uh, it's, it's taking some time out your schedule, plus your family. So please tell your family, yes, uh, the wife and little Cam, that I appreciate them giving giving you uh, yes, time sir. with us this evening because I know it takes away. So I, I just got to say please tell them that we said thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, and I appreciate you coming, man. I had a wonderful, wonderful time with you this yes, evening sir. as I knew it was. I wish it wasn't in, uh, but um, another little plug I'm putting on there. Uh, we have to bring you back. Yes, sir. Not just as a guest. Yes, sir. You know, uh, but as a co-host, and we, we gotta bring you back, get you back on here. I'm here, man. Let me let me know. And I, before I leave, I want to say, you know, you've been giving me a lot of accolades, a lot of flowers, man. I got all the respect in the world for you. Uh, what I've seen you do in the community, um, as you've been building up to this point, you know, uh, came and saw what you did at the elementary school, which was an amazing program, and even to see what you're building now, man. Just a great pillar in this community, man. Uh, you know what you've done as a coach. Uh, absolutely outstanding basketball coach, football coach on a high school and middle school level, man. Nothing but respect for you. Uh, I appreciate you coming down or asking me to come down. It, it was no way I was going to turn it down. Am I tired? Yeah. You know, we had school. I had practice. I'm here. But at the end of the day, man, for certain people, it don't matter. I got you. So I appreciate you, brother. Much respect. Much love. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we'll catch you on our next episode. We out here with Big Cam Killer. All right. This is the Evening Social Podcast. I'm Coach Mo, and we'll holler at you. All right, now. What's going on, my good people? For those who do not know who I am, my name is Chris Dunlap, and I want to thank you for joining me and welcoming you to this episode of The Red Pill, where we give you financial tips to help you decode the matrix. All I offer is the truth, nothing more than the truth, what you do and exactly do. Still in our series of investing, because there's a lot of different ways that we can invest, and I plan to give you all the game that I have. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about CDs, or Certificates of Deposit. And what a CD is, is that you're giving your bank a certain amount of money for a certain amount of time. And in exchange, your bank is going to give you a predetermined amount of interest on that money returned to you, plus your principal, once that CD expires. So the plus side about CDs is that they're super low risk because every CD is actually FDIC insured up to $250,000. So you don't run any risk of losing your money. However, CDs are, uh, again, for a set period of time. So the risk is that if you need the money at any time before the CD expires, while you can take the money out, you are going to face a penalty for doing so, similar to a 401k, which we'll talk about a little later on in the series here. So again, CDs are very low risk. Your money's there. You're not going to lose your money. It doesn't fluctuate like stocks, like, sorry, like individual stocks do. So you don't run that risk of losing anything. You have a predetermined amount of interest that you're going to get back plus your principal. And the longer that you hold the CD, the higher that amount of interest. But don't get too excited. We're not talking about anything crazy like double digits. We're talking about one to maybe 3% return on your money. Um, but again, the plus side of CDs is that they're shorter term. They're not like bonds where you're looking at 10 to 15 years. You can get CDs for as, uh, as little as three months to six months. So if you're a very conservative investor and you want to 3% every, you know, three months or every six months, CDs are the way to go until you get more comfortable investing in the market. Again, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Red Pill, where we give you financial tips to help you decode the matrix. All I'm offering is the truth, nothing more than the truth, and what you do with it is up to you.